0: Welcome to Woman Power Zone. Today I'm going to talk about something that you may have heard of called the chakras, but I'm going to talk about it in reference to how it applies to you and your life and why you actually need to know about it because you do. So, welcome to the series on the chakras. Check it out. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. Today we're starting a new series on Energy Anatomy, specifically related to the chakras. And I wanted to do this because this year I'm celebrating my 30th anniversary being a practitioner of energy medicine. And to commemorate this, I thought it was time to share information that can bring you healing, empowerment, and a sense of well-being. So first, let's give an introduction of chakras. And if you think you know all about them, Be prepared to learn new information because I'm going to be teaching you about 18 chakras this year, not just the traditional seven. I'm going to talk about what the purpose of each chakra is for, which glands they affect, which musical notes they work with. But I'm also going to talk about the dynamics of like what could go wrong and why you might have imbalances in them based on things that might have happened in your life. I'm going to talk about how they relate to you as a human being in your daily life And make it a practical series so that you can learn something about yourself and what you can do about it. And the first thing you need to know is the traditional pronunciation is chakras, not chakras. Chakras is the American pronunciation. And we'll be rolling forward with that. But you just should know the traditional spelling and pronunciation is chakra. And it's C with a dot over it. A-K-R-A-S. But we use a C-H. So... Chakras are energy centers that receive, integrate, and express life force energy. Literally, they're vortexes that spiral energy into your body and out of your body. Most people think energy is just expressed out through the chakras, and they don't realize that energy comes in through the chakras. And that is how we read the energies of other people. We read energies from food. We can look at a menu and know what is in that food. We can sense whether it's helpful for us. That's why you can muscle test and ask if a food is good for you on a menu by pointing to something on a menu. And you can muscle test if that's beneficial for you at the time. And if you don't recall how to muscle test, by the way, you can go back and listen to um, one of our previous episodes. And that will teach you that. That's the power of muscle testing, by the way. But the way you read energy is through your chakras. So if your chakras are open, balanced, and spinning correctly, you and you're not stuck with congested energy in them, or they're not stopped, they're not spinning the wrong way, if they're open and flowing the right way, you can read information about people, food, animals. You can get a sense of what's coming into your future. This is how empaths receive information. And they read different information through different chakras. Just wanted to remind you that if you know information, you just know it, you're reading it through your crown chakra. That's called claircognizance. If you're reading information visually, like you see scenes or you can see auras, that's because your third eye chakra is open. and That's clairvoyance. If you can hear your spirit guides, and I've talked about spirit guides in prior episodes as well, if you can hear your spirit guides or people on the other side, or you can hear information about other people, those are your ear chakras and your throat chakra, and that's clear audience. If you can feel other people's feelings, that's clear sentience. That's feeling energy, and that's through your solar plexus chakra. If you can taste energy, that's a chakra in your nose, uh, your tongue actually, and if you could smell it, oh, the nose one is. Clear olfactants, and the tongue one—if you taste it—is clear gustans. So, there actually are thousands of chakras all over the body, and they occur when lines of energy cross each other and make an intersection. You could call it. And so, there are thousands of chakras all over the body. They're in your hands, your feet, your knees. They're in organs. However, the main chakras are along the central channel. Hey everybody, if you're loving this show and you want to make a difference, please go to Apple Podcast Ratings and give the show a five-star rating. Thanks so much. It's appreciated. If you look at different energy anatomy texts, you're going to see different notations. Uh, Sometimes they'll show spleen chakra off to the side. But most of the time, the main chakras are along the shishumna, which is the central channel, which is the main energy circuit that feeds the chakras. And that is connected to your universal chakra at the top and your earth chakra at the bottom. And energy comes in through those and feeds your other chakras. If you know traditional Chinese medicine, anatomy, at all... You'll notice that the governing and conception meridians are along the same central line of the body, but they're at a different level than the Shishimna. There are two other spiraling flows of energy around the Shishimna, the Ida and the Pagala, and one works with feminine energy and one works with masculine energy. And where there are intersections, you have chakras. So they're vortexes and they spin and they have a spin in some systems, Some people say some of them spend clockwise, some of them spend counterclockwise. Honestly, it's about intention. And when I work with chakras, and by the way, most people think energy healing is just balancing the chakras, and you should know that's an important place to start, but it is only the beginning with energy work. It's not the end point. That's the beginning point. Working with and clearing energy flowing through the chakra is is really important because the chakras work with different aspects of our lives. And a very quick, because I can't give it all to you in this show, but a very quick overview is that the chakras work with different glands and different parts of the body. Those glands and parts of the body affect our hormones and they affect our nervous system. And through the endocrine system and the nervous system, You affect the rest of the physical body. So the condition of an energetic structure your chakras affects your physical body. And that's how this relates to you, my wonderful listeners, living your lives on a daily basis. And if your chakras aren't balanced or cleared, they can affect how you perceive reality. They can affect your mood. They can affect your digestion. They can affect your ability to relate to other people. They can affect your willpower. They can affect whether you trust yourself. They can affect whether you can express love and affection and a lot of other things. So they're a very important part of your life as a human being, living a practical daily life. Also, you should know there are chakras that spin upward. Okay, your crown chakra points up. And it goes along the axis of the central channel, the shashimna. Your root chakra points down and goes along the axis or the central channel. There are chakras that are outside your body. Now, most traditional yogic systems do not teach about the chakras outside the body. I'm going to teach you about those because they're important. The upper chakras, not just the crown, but there are several chakras above your head. And they're like a GPS for your soul. So imagine if you're a soul in the universe at the universal chakra, the source point, you need a galactic chakra to connect you to the galaxy that you're going to be incarnating in. You need a solar system chakra to connect you to the solar system that you're going to be in. You need a planetary chakra. In this case, we have an upper earth chakra to connect you with the planet you're incarnating on, right? And then you need a transpersonal point that connects you to the body that you're going to be in. And then you need the crown chakra that connects to that body and brings the spiritual energies from the upper chakras down in to your physical body. Side bar, if you're feeling depressed, low in mood, and it's interesting because the hormones that affect your mood are processed through the crown chakra. Um, if you're feeling depressed or low in mood, you probably need to open up your upper chakras because you need to bring in that source or lonely, by the way, you need to bring that source energy into you so you will feel the warmth and the love of the higher consciousness. Okay. You have other chakras outside of your body. You have a between the knees chakra. You have a between the feet chakra. Those are along the central channel and you have an earth chakra. Those are all very important chakras that form in the early stages of uh, life because they have to do with your right to exist, your right to take up space, and your right to have your body and your own agency. And they're very important and they often can be damaged when there's physical or sexual abuse at a very young age. So... A lot of times chakras can be damaged by trauma. They can be damaged by negative experiences or intense experiences. So one of the things that energy healers do is they clear, open, charge, recalibrate, balance those chakras so that you can flow energy smoothly through your whole system so that you're receiving the energy that you need and that you have mental clarity. So, as I mentioned before, if the chakras are not clear, your ability to perceive information accurately is distorted, and your ability to perceive reality, and especially higher levels of reality, is also distorted. So, it's really important to clear and balance your chakras, and there are a lot of different ways to do that. Okay, so, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about the chakras. Go to www.arielhubbard.com. That's www.arielhubbard.com. And if you're on Clubhouse, you can find Ariel Hubbard by looking up Ariel Hubbard, A-R-I-E-L-H-U-B-B-A-R-D. So we're back. And the information that I'm giving you is sourced from several different places. Some of it's from traditional yogic information and texts, Some of it's from Chinese medicine, believe it or not. Some of it is from our own experience working with tens of thousands of clients over 30 years. And these are things that I have learned in my practice that I'm sharing with you, as well as collective information that I've learned from pioneers like Barbara Brennan and a variety of other people, Carolyn Mace, a variety of other people out there who have been working with these energies. So chakras transmit and receive energy. I mentioned that, but they do it consciously and subconsciously. So sometimes when you're around other people, and this is called, I call this um, energetic field uh, resonance EFR is you, if they, let's say they speak another language and all of a sudden it's easier for you to speak that language. That's because information is being transmitted through the chakras. Let's say, They're vegetarian and you're not, but you hang out with them and you're interested in learning about becoming vegetarian. That's because they're transmitting information about what that experience is like to you. Or let's say they spend time with you and they become interested in something that they wouldn't normally become interested in because you're transmitting energy to them through your chakras because energy flows in and out of the body. So they take in energies that can come into the physical body as well. And that's why those glands and um, the nervous system are affected because the chakras literally, these energetic structures affect the state of the physical body. It's really interesting because they take energy coming in from the cosmos, coming up from Mother Earth, and then they incorporate that through the central channel and then energy charges up the various chakras along that channel through chakra seals and energizes them. In each chakra vibrates at a specific frequency, like sound, it has its specific color. And when you're looking at someone, if you can see their chakras, you can tell the condition of the chakras by looking at the color. If the color is clean, bright, open, and broad, that means there's a lot of energy flowing through that chakra. If it's dark, heavy, distorted, covered, that means there's not a lot of energy or it's negative energy that's flowing through that chakra and it needs to be cleared. So during this series, we're going to be talking about each chakra in depth and we're going to be talking about its function, its purpose, specific traits, negative and positive feelings associated with it. And just know that sometimes the input and output of energy from the chakras can be called race. I mentioned that the up, the crown and the root are pointed up and down respectively, but the rest of them flow forward and backward, and there are chakras in the back of the body. For example, the back of the neck chakra, it is an expression of your relationship to your work, which is why so many of my clients have neck problems because they have issues with their work experience, and I almost always. When I ask a client, like if they have neck pain, I'm like, so how's work going? There's usually some kind of challenge or upset with it. People store stress in their throat chakra and they also store it in the actual physical neck, right? So when I'm, because I'm a massage therapist as well as an energy practitioner, I'll clear their throat chakra and I'll clear their physical neck using massage to clear toxins out of the tissue and to release muscle tension and fascial tension. Um, So the front to back is important. There's also an important need to have a balance between how open the front is and how open the back is. If the front's wide open, the fronts have to do with your conscious mind and your thoughts and feelings. And the back has to do with the subconscious mind and thoughts and feelings. But if the back's narrow and not spinning and not really open and the front is too open, that can create problems because you can pull in too much energy from other people. And that's why sometimes people who are introverts feel overwhelmed. They want to blame other people. Oh, it's too much energy. But really what they need to do is they need to close down the chakra a little bit. They need to narrow the vortex. So it's, it's not as open And they need to shoot more energy out through the backs of their chakras and open those more so that they regulate how much energy they're receiving from other people. So you don't have to go around feeling overwhelmed by people if you're an introvert. You could just imagine your chakras getting a little bit smaller in the front, a little bit more open in the back because usually there's not enough energy flowing through the backs of the chakras for most people. There are exceptions to what I'm saying for every person, but the generalizations are pretty accurate, I would say. Now, if you're an extrovert and you're giving a speech at a uh, big company meeting or something, you want to open your chakras and you want to broadcast a lot of energy out through the front because people are not just receiving what you're saying. They're reading your energy while you're saying it. So when you're on stage, people are looking at everything you're wearing, what your hair looks like. They're also reading your energy as well as listening to what you're saying. They're taking all of you in. So if you're not projecting a broad, strong energy, they're not going to necessarily be engaged or interested in what you have to say. So it's important to express a nice, strong flow of energy through your chakras when you're doing public speaking. Okay. So the thing is the chakras help us to maintain, regulate, and manage the physical emotional, mental, and spiritual aspects of our being, and all of this can affect the physical body. So the major chakras manage our most critical functions and issues, and the lower chakras work with more earthly aspects of life, like vital life force energy, like how much energy you have in your body. They work with enthusiasm, creativity, sexuality, and the mind, like the lower mind, they call it your egoic self, your human self. And they also work with how grounded you are, how connected you are to the earth. The higher chakras work with the higher levels of experience, like unconditional love, trust, truth, and the higher mind, and our connection with higher consciousness, and our ability to receive guidance from our spirit guides or connect with our ancestors on the other side. And each chakra represents a different level of development and awareness. So the chakras develop at different stages of life. And so some of them, the lower chakras develop early on and the higher chakras develop later on. And usually it's from birth to about 14 is where you're getting most of your chakra development. Now, of course, they open, evolve and change over time. And that's important. Because we grow as human beings, right? So, these chakras also reflect how we're doing in our lives. They reflect our level of happiness, our level of stability, our level of being balanced, and our level of being centered and grounded, and our sense of being alive. So, since energy follows our thoughts and our feelings, which are also energy, by the way, we may see dysfunction that can lead to illness when thoughts about ourselves or our lives are chronically negative. So continuous negativity can affect those chakras and they can affect our vitality and good health. And that can be disempowering. And that's why we want to bring positive energy flow through the chakras. Alright, so just letting you know that you can't have imbalances or defects or damage to the chakras. They can be blocked, they can be torn, they can leak energy, they can not flow. Well, they can um, lose energy or there can be disturbance in the flow. And that's why you want to work with charging, clearing, harmonizing and balancing the chakras because you want to flow energy in. Because remember, the chakras are feeding our, our physical body. So you want that energy flow to be strong, balanced and good. So how does this information apply in your daily life? So when we go into the details of each chakra in future episodes, you're going to see that each chakra resonates with an area of life, whether it's our right to exist, our right to feel, to experience joy, or to be happy, or to have relationships, or to trust ourselves, the clarity of our thoughts, or our level of willpower, motivation to get things done, especially the hard things. You can literally change your experience in life by clearing and charging your chakras. It's truly amazing what you can do by shifting the flow of energy that moves through them. So in sessions, I've helped clients let go of years worth of pain, negativity, and emotional upset that were keeping them stagnant and preventing them from moving on by clearing their chakras. And to be clear, working with the chakras is one aspect of energy medicine, and there are others as well. To be clear, working with the chakras is one aspect of energy medicine, and there are others as well. But it is an important one, because how you pull energy into your chakras affects how accurately you receive information, insights, and ideas from others, as well as how well you correctly interpret psychic information. And it also affects your overall energy level. And how you send energy out from your chakras affects how people perceive or read your information as well. So people can assess your mood. They can tell if you're lying. If they're perceptive, they can get a sense of your thoughts or emotions based on what you're projecting through your chakras. So if you have a big presentation, you want to broadcast that energy as I mentioned before. And if you're an introvert or you're meditating, you want to pull your energy into yourself to keep more energy in your field. In the future, we're going to talk about courting. We're going to talk about sending energy out through the chakras. We are going to talk about how people relate to each other energetically. It's going to be fun. So if you feel like you need some support or help getting your chakras balanced, clear, charged, harmonized, And healed, or you want to learn how to regulate the flow, or you want to learn or change how you chord, which is connecting with people energetically through my empath empowerment class, you can reach out to me. And I do do that class in person or long distance. And you can reach out to me at arielhubbard.com. That's A R I E L H U B B A R D.com. Or you can text me at 971 319 2618 for a long distance or in-person session. So we're going to discuss more chakras specifically in future episodes. So I look forward to sharing that information with you. And I want to thank you for joining me today. Remember to move with your power and into your magnificence. Have a great day.
1: Are you suffering from OIS or over it syndrome? OIS commonly affects parents, spouses, executives, and employees alike. Hubbard Health Solutions can reduce symptoms of OIS, such as stress, pain, unease, lethargy, and a general desire to escape. Ariel Hubbard, licensed massage therapist, customizes a treatment plan that addresses these symptoms and will transform you and your body so you feel human again. Contact Ariel by texting 971 971- 319 h or go to arielhubbard.com to learn more about Hubbard Health Solutions. That's ariel, A R I E L, Hubbard with an A.com.